0: Welcome back everyone, we are in no means experts on any of the topics we are about to discuss. We are, however, lifelong friends along with this guests guest without joining us. There's nothing we love to do more than to voice our opinions on multiple topics. Some of you will agree with us, some of you won't. We could honestly not care either way, we just hope that you enjoy the banter. So, without further ado, we encourage you to sit back, relax, and welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Mike Ball, with my ever so lovely co-host, Jared Trudeau. Hello. We are back after a decent little hiatus once again. <laughs> uh, the, the new jobs being had and scheduling and whatnot is still a work in progress to I'm get back into. yeah, That's the main we're, 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 we're working on trying to find a way to narrow down a more stable, consistent, consistent, let's say consistent. Way to get episodes out like we had in the past, uh, but it's a work in progress. But we're back for this week, anyways. Yes, sir. And I think the big thing that me and Treads here wanted to talk about is like I have I have some ideas for some properties that I would like to discuss. <laughs> but before we do that, um, I think we really. Both wanted to kind of just say say a piece on the state of of the Marvel Cinematic oh, Universe and God. and those movies. Um, <laughs> we've both have seen the most recent MCU edition of Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumanium. Yeah. Uh, so I've actually haven't really like I know I asked you, but I don't really remember what you said. So just what did what did you? take away from it so i mean
1: like obviously i went into it hearing about how for lack of a better term shitty it was um it was getting rain like dragged through the mud on rotten tomatoes and just everywhere basically that it was just a trash movie but i mean i came out i'm as you all know i've stated it many times before i'm easy to please when it comes to movies i'm not much of a critic but I will say this: it's it definitely doesn't have the magic and charisma of Marvel movies of the past. But it what I don't think it was as bad as everyone's saying it is. Like yeah, it had some cringy moments and things like that. But I mean, ultimately, I don't think it was that bad of a movie. It definitely as far as phase four goes, wasn't one of the best, but it wasn't one of the worst, I would say. So.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, to me, I think it I'm is. Middle of the the, road. I think it honestly, I, the movie itself, I honestly, I'd like, I wasn't blown away by, I didn't love it by any stretch of no. the imagination, but I definitely didn't, I'm I'm with you. I definitely didn't hate hate it as much as like some of the internet was doing, but what it really did to me was, and what really made me just what grinded my gears to no end, is that it was essentially it is the it is a quintessential Marvel movie now. Um, yeah, Marvel has gotten so cookie cutter and so generic and so just plug repl- plug and replace characters for what franchise they're doing and they're ju- they've stopped taking risks and it's and it what's more than anything is not even that it's not taking a risk but now it's like they're just they're suffer they're cutting away great st- storytelling opportunities just to be like every other MCU movie It's like oh we're going to make jokes here oh it's funny ha ha, ha. <laughs> let's tell jokes ha, ha ha and what really grinded my gears about it and what really like made me go down this rabbit hole in my brain was watching watching this movie right mhm okay so we're talking this is a few years post the blip right um scott and Spoiler alert, by the way, because I'm about to tear into this and I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not going to try to cut around some shit. But Scott and Hope are clearly married at this point.
1: Well, yeah, Cassie calls grandma and grandpa to hang. Yeah,
0: to hang, which whatever. But okay. (laughs) So we're dealing with this. They don't even hint. Like at all about this dynamic with Hope and Cassie as being stepmother and stepdaughter. It's just completely gloss over it. And what irritated me, and, like, for me, I was like, like, I could have looked past it. I could have. Had, like, because it's like, yeah, it's a few years removed. She's had, like, and there's still the years where Hope was around, even though, realistically, there wasn't that much time around because if you actually pay attention, Hope and Scott pretty much, like, cut all ties after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Because, so, and then they don't really, like, reconnect until the second Ant-Man movie, and then they get blipped at the end of the Ant-Man movie. So, <laughs> so, real, like, realistically, it's, I mean, yes, it's still, at least, I would say, my best guess off the top of my head. I, 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 would, I would feel like, realistically, it's about two to three years. Of like hope being around Cassie and stuff like that, yeah. So I I I could have at least made the the leap and be like, okay, yeah, sure, they've worked all that stuff out, or it's not even that big of a deal, whatever, cool. What irritated me though, and what was what like made me like the switch flip in my like storytelling brain is you're sitting there, and what was one of the dry.
1: I'm about to say this, even
0: though it, I'm about to say, like, I'm about to say this, and it really was sad because it gets, they did away with it within, like, 20 minutes of screen time, but what was one of the biggest, like, drama-driving aspects of the movie, and it was Hope and Janet, like, having a schism because of uh, Janet not, like, coming forth and telling them all about this shit right yeah so there's friction between mother and daughter and then it like to me it just that's a perfect parallel and a perfect way to like showcase of like you could have been doing a parallel where it's also mirroring hope trying to connect with cassie and everything and having a schism there in that relationship and then also mirror it with like and also as a way to like show hope is like look you guys you and Jan, you and your mom are also having troubles and then you just realize that no it's you're you're kind of a mom now and so it's you kind of she starts to understand where her mother's coming from and everything like that and all of the stuff that Uh, she's keeping trying to protect it because it's like and they and like it's not even hinted at at all like there's they it's like I, it's i don't even like all i saw when i was watching it i'm like that would be a perfect opportunity moment to just like show that dynamic and like have it mirrored between because you're talking about Janet and Hope where they have decades of being torn apart so all of a sudden you have them in a new situation where Hope's a full full blown adult and then Janet still sees her as her little girl and them trying to have a mm-hmm. schism and like trying to work out define their their new relationship and you could have had stepmom Hope and stepdaughter Cassie also having the same kind of juggling act of trying to define their new relationship in the standings of things and it honestly the what's the saddest thing about it is watching the film it doesn't even look like that even occurred to anyone in the writing room it's Didn't not even that it was like me
1: watching it. I was, it wasn't, it's,
0: it's, it's not even something that like you, you would sit there and be like, Oh, well at least like they thought about it and then they just like cut it for like time restraints or something like that. No hint of it whatsoever. And I'm like, it would have been a great, to me, that would have been a great like human side of the story other outside of this gigantic, we're going into the quantum realm to fight this conqueror man who just bodies the fuck out of everyone.
1: Bro, I love I will say this, I love what they did with Kang. He's badass. Yep.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like Kang was
0: I think they they did I, the one thing they did a good job in was proving like was showcasing how dangerous Kang could be.
1: And I like how they used, like, they had his chair and everything, and, like, it was just... I didn't like the look
0: of the chair, but I liked that they... I did like that they have it, because, I mean, Kang and his time chair are... It's... For Marvel fans, it should be synonymous.
1: Yeah, so I was glad they had it in there. I I was glad with, like, the representation they had of him for his first showing. I was like, okay.
0: Pretty comic book accurate suit, too. Yeah. with uh, With the helmet that they made where it still gave him his... Blue face and everything yeah. when he was fighting.
1: I thought, yeah, that, I thought it was all done really well. So I was like, okay, like that part of it's it I enjoyed, but the rest,
0: everything it, around me. Yeah. Also, also, people should have died in this movie.
1: That's what me and Chris were talking about. I was like, I'm so surprised,
0: like that, they uh, did
1: Scott didn't die or like someone didn't die.
0: Scott should have died and they janet hinted at died. it they
1: hinted like they made you think through it like the trailers and everything that like either scott was gonna die or someone was gonna die
0: like Jan- realistically <laughs> janet should have died
1: i'm more than any
0: more than anything janet should have died yeah
1: i mean i knew when the i think we already said spoiler alerts but i mean i knew at the end when they closed the portal back to like earth and like the normal world and everything and scott was hanging back i
0: i was like they're gonna just open it and get him again
1: i was like it's not gonna be a big deal
0: honestly what like, blew my mind is like what took him so long yeah because right. <laughs> like, it took him for i took him a hot minute there but i'm sitting there and like and like
1: i just like, knew they like, were gonna get him back i was like he's not gonna be down there forever. i was like this this is stupid <laughs>
0: yeah like realistically to me like plot armor galore save them he's just like oh well hank's been fiddling with these ants and now they're super smart oh they hit a time warp No, that was kind of cool i kind of like those ants no i I get it but at the same time it's just like they just he just so happened to be working with these ants and got them which i mean that's not even a he just so happens literally it's his life work so (laughs) that part it's fine but it's like they're super smart and super intelligent oh look they went in the exact same fucking portal that everyone else went, but oh nope, they hit a time warp. So they've actually been here for centuries <laughs> longer than they have, so by the time they get there, all of a sudden right. they're a super advanced civilization that can ants. just <laughs> that can just murder everything that can get their home. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's great. And oh, then man. but like to me, like even seeing that, like Honestly, I think I think it should have been I think realistically, I think it would have been better for Hank and Janet both to die.
1: Right. I think
0: I think Hank should have uh gotten got by that flying fuck. I'm not even gonna say his name because that's not Modoc. <laughs> yeah No that was Ugly. Oh, but let's redeem. Let's redeem another villain. and Make him a hero at the end. No, fuck I'm you. I'm not a dick. His fucking. Oh my god. Just tish, don't be a dick. I'm not a
1: dick anymore. Everything dick, about that.
0: Dick. Tish, everything about that. Just,
1: <laughs>
0: mm. I
1: mean, that just like we saying, that just goes with
0: machine only or. Mechanical organ, mechanized organism designed only for killing.
1: I'm not a dick. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you, Marvel. Fuck you. Like they, it just goes back to what you're saying, though. Like it's just the same shit. Like same shit.
0: It's like Marvel. Like if you look, like if we want, let's 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 do a history lesson real quick. All right, let's take let's let's go back. The MCU kicked off with Iron Man and Robert Downey Jr., and it was a hit. Okay, for those of you who didn't pay attention to comic books prior to 2008, here's a spoiler alert for you. Iron Man was not that big of a character in the Marvel comics. Mm -mm. He was B-tier at best. He was a B-tier character at best that they were like, this is going to be our flagship. This is... Because and they did it. It was a risk, but they also were sitting here and was like, Well, he's not one of our biggest names, so if it flops, you know, it's not it's well, not like it's Captain how, America. How, that's
1: also how they were able to do it is because they had rights to him because no yeah. one wanted him
0: before. Exactly. And then they <laughs> and then they so they took a risk by going with a lesser known character to be the flat to be the flagship movie to launch this thing, right? And then what what else did they do? They took another risk by casting Robert Downey Jr. Because again People who weren't paying attention prior to 2008. Robert Downey Jr. was in and out of rehab. Was guy. well known for being super difficult to work with because most of the time he was drunk or high as shit. Fresh out mm-hmm. of, I think, his like third stint at rehab, or at least relatively fresh out of. Either way, it was his first like in and major for, yeah. major role. Post like when he got when he finally got sober after he got out of rehab and he he was incredible. So they took a risk with Iron Man. They took a risk with Robert Downey Jr. Because they had Tom Cruise. Like it's Mm -hmm. well known now that Tom Cruise was in the running to be Tony Stark. But they went with Robert Downey Jr. And thank God they did. Right. And then it was. And then if you look and then what are the movies after that? Right. Thor underperformed. Like, it wasn't anything crazy. They didn't take any real risks with it outside of casting no-namers in Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston. Because Hiddleston really didn't do anything on screen of note at all. Theater. Period. He was mainly mainly doing stage stuff in England. And then Chris, at that point, was really only known for that super popular, super long-running Australian soap opera that if you actually go and look, almost every major Australian star that is in Hollywood... Spent time on that show early in their career. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's a soap opera that was literally <laughs> been on for like forty years. And, and if you look, like literally any major like Australian actor has it, has appeared in that show. Of course, um, like th- so those two castings. And don't get me wrong, two of the best castings right up there with Robert Downey Jr. But they were no namers, so there's so there's at least that risk. And then Captain America, again. Underwhelming didn't really change the wheel in anything. And that one they didn't even have big time, like oh, like they didn't take any chances casting either, because he got Chris Evans to re- to come back as yet another comic book character. Mm-hmm. At, at that point, I think it was his third. I can't remember when the losers came out, if it was before or after. Either way. Uh, and then you had Iron Man 2, which we all, everyone agrees. Iron Man Two is, especially in like the early, those early phases, was probably the worst. Like they didn't really do anything. Uh, they made too. Many, honestly, that was one of the first ones I'll say that they kind of went a little too jokey, like having him get drunk and taking a piss in his suit at his birthday party. Uh, right. and I was like, all right, come on, man. Um, uh, to be fair
1: and, though, that's kind of close to a to comic fair. book character
0: it's uh, yeah i like it was on it was on character but at the same time like okay and then you get the avengers and of course the avengers no matter what was going to be amazing like you're it's the no one had ever done that before bringing all yeah. these other characters so that was they took a risk with that and everyone at that point it was like there's no way it fails and then yeah. you start looking at post avengers Like, this is... Disney's bought them, I think, after the first event. Did Disney buy them before or after the Avengers? I can't remember. I think it was after. After. I want to say it was shortly after the Avengers. Disney bought Marvel Studios. But either way, even still when Disney... We'll we'll say they got them after, even if it was before. Just for the sake of this thing. Because then... That was in 2012. Then 2013, you get Iron Man 3, which does... A really good job of depicting PTSD and anxiety attacks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and tells a pretty like decent story outside of giving Gwyneth Paltrow the extremist injection. <laughs> there at the end, I was like, okay, sure, we can do that. Um, And what they did to the uh, the oh my goodness, what is the Mandarin? Okay, oh, that that fake out with Ben Kingsley. I like. I hated that, honestly. Same. But they made up for it with Shang-Chi. Because the real Mandarin was dope. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then you have... But then you have Thor of the Dark World, which, again, that one was another bad one because they just... They didn't really take any risks with that one. But then you have Winter Soldier, where they literally were just like, hey, So... so you know how we just, like, literally just set up this whole S.H.I.E.L.D. and Avengers, and we're gonna protect the world. Ha <laughs> ha! Just kidding. Hydra, inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. the entire time. Everything shit hits the fan. Oh, and by the <laughs> way, you know that new show we just threw on ABC, ABC the same year, where fucking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, we're gonna fuck up that entire TV show, too, and where they had to read just, Where they just have to scramble to keep that show on the air, because, yeah, we're just gonna blow up everything with one movie, and I'm like, and it's to me, I, my personal preference, like, it's still probably, I would say maybe the second best Marvel movie behind No Way Home.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: Uh, and then after that, you have Guardians of the Galaxy. Great. No one knew who the fuck the Guardians of the Galaxy, like only like deep Marvel fan. I didn't even know who the fuck the I Guardians of the Galaxy was. were until they announced it, and then they brought in James Gunn, and if you look at James James Gunn has made a lot of movies made directed a lot of tv shows or at least like episodes of tv shows but like he was a little more out there director to what they've usually had give him a chance yeah. give him a project that no one knows about and no way and it became what at the time of its release the second highest grossing marvel film only behind the avengers
1: it was a nice I little surprise hit
0: yeah, it blew up and it launched the Guardians to the mainstream of Marvel. Uh I mean, the casting was fantastic too.
1: That was like, like the only one wrong. I didn't see in theaters cuz I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is.
0: <laughs> Dude, it was it was it's just but and it's then still I watched incredible. It at home
1: and I was like, "Oh my god, this is movies
0: fantastic." Yep. Yep. Uh let's see and then, like and then after that, you just you get a bunch of you start getting a bunch of Bland. That's where the cookie cutter. It started with Age of Ultron, to me, and even then, Age of Ultron, I think is is underrated. Like uh, James if- uh, James Spader does a terrific Ultron. Oh, he did great, yeah. Uh, the fight sequences were great. The way that they introduced the Maximovs was unique, and they were able to like work it in without the whole Magneto's not. <laughs> we don't have the rights to right. Magneto, so he <laughs> can't be their daddy kind of thing. So, they did a great job with that, and I, like I said, I think it was underrated. They had that dope scene where Vision just grabs Mjolnir, and they're just like, "Then we need to go," oh, and everyone's yeah. just like, "Oh shit!" Yeah,
1: we just so, all spent like, a ton of time trying to grab this because we're doing... and
0: couldn't, and this guy just got it, and so yeah, we're good. Uh, and it was it was great. But I was like, just lit. I remember being
1: in theaters, being lit that Vision even came like, uh, Vision came showed up, yeah, like, oh fuck i was like let's well, like, do- at that point you're sitting there you're just
0: like it's almost gotta be vision like you can't have ultron and not have vision yeah show up um but then honestly after that though like even dr strange was pretty generic Ooh, like they one. had great visuals to like showcase like the magic and stuff like that but like in terms of like storytelling or doing any risk-taking it was eh uh and then and every other movie was just bleh, and then you hit Civil war huge risk by taking the two cornerstones of their franchise and literally making them fight and you're like, oh, well, it's, it's not gonna be good. I even sent you that I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but I sent you that little like a little reel of that someone talking about how completely underrated it like it is super dark, super serious tones. The it's not overly comedic, but where the comedy hits, it hits, and it feels oh, natural. Yeah.
1: I saw that. Like they don't, over, yeah.
0: they don't over, they don't overforce it. I mean, you literally have Zemo trying, like literally the guy breaking out. Zemo's out here trying to kill himself. You have you show the death, the assassination of King T'Chaka. T'Chaka. You have two of the greatest new hero introductions with Spider Man and Black Panther. Oof. and you do it in a way <laughs> where it doesn't. You do it in a way where it doesn't feel forced. It comes naturally within the story, and then, but they also don't detract away from the core of the story, which is Cap. And you left and, enough for them to have their own Tony. movie, and like it be good. Yeah, and then you have the epic fight, like, and then you have Bucky killing Tony's parents. That was a S- twist. Cap knowing Bucky killed yeah. Tony's parents and being up. Oh, I'm not okay with it but like at least be like he was under mind control it wasn't actually bucky that did it but then obviously you know still killed his parents so of course they're going to fight and there was a great fight scene
1: Oh phenomenal
0: and you even have cap willingly giving up his shield I loved it cuz it
1: showed how fucking good iron man was at actually like fighting and
0: shit like at that point like, at that point yeah Oh yeah Yeah so like, I was like, Dude. But, like, still, there was, there was, a, they were taking these big risks. They were doing these more, like, I don't want to say people might miss control, but like more mature themes. Cause they were darker themes and like, they weren't trying to knock you over the head with comedy every five seconds, even though like, yeah, like that's what we love about Marvel movies is they can't, camp- the, not so much that they're campy, but they're quippy and they're fun. And that's what we brought us in. But that brought us in when it was Joss Whedon doing the writing like that is Joss that is Joss Whedon's wheelhouse and sweet sweet spot of writing and he does it better than anyone else but if you look but and if you look at their bigger directors James Gunn James Gunn made every has made every Guardians movie the way he wants to make it and he does it in his wheelhouse where they're still fairly mature like not super kiddy and they don't bash you over the head with comedy but it's just naturally funny occurrences happen and it feels perfectly in flow. And then you have the Russo brothers who did winter soldier civil war and end game and infinity war. Those are, those right there are four of the best movies Marvel has. And they were all done by the Russo brothers and they were all done the same way. The Russos are another The Russos, like if anyone's watched community because the Russo brothers directed I think, like, half of the community episodes. Like, they had their hands all over community. They didn't create it or anything, but they definitely had their fair share of directing and writing in it. It was like, they know how to make comedy come natural within the thing. They're not forcing it. And then they still, like I said, like like we explained with Civil War and Winter Soldier, like, they aren't afraid to take a risk with their story. And, I mean, in Infinity War, what fucking happens they lose yeah and half the world and half the universe die get snapped away
1: bro that was so and then in the theaters i was like oh fuck
0: dude i'd still like good. the spider-man and and iron man one just oh that scene when when peter gets gets snapped oh, still yeah. gets me but like even and speaking of which like even that first spider-man movie like it was good, but again, like it didn't like. It wasn't a big risk, other than bringing in the vulture, which I feel like a lot of people don't. The vulture doesn't get enough love, or isn't well known. So I mean, like, yeah. if you want to at least like throw that, like, it doesn't even hit at anyone. It's just the vulture and even uh scorpion, Not a which bad are two take lesser of the known. Vulture either. No, it made sense within the world, uh, that that was built around them, and so you're and. A semi, like for the most part, he was a fairly sympathetic character. Mm-hmm. Like they did a good job making him sympathetic, at least. Uh, you know, until he started trying to straight up murder people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but then you have Thor Ragnarok, which again, oh, I love Tyco- Ragnarok. Taika Watidi comes in, takes as great as Chris Hemsworth has been as Thor in the previous appearances he's had, he's always been. I've all like he's always felt the characters always felt off to me. And well, Waititi he had, comes he had in my
1: eyebrows before that too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> But they bring in Watiti. Watiti comes in, does his thing, because, he, again, he's another great comedy writer that doesn't, well, usually doesn't bash you over the head because I'm about to get to, we'll get to Love yeah, and Thunder. Well,
1: uh, yeah,
0: he, well, we honestly, he at that point. He
1: did but we'll get, to, we'll get to Love and Thunder.
0: He doesn't, because, honestly, I felt like he just didn't see it as a challenge anymore. Like, I don't think comic book movies are like that big of a like thing for him because honestly if you look at his films and everything that he has written that's honestly the like that's not even just like his work it's not even like you can't even say it's like it's his worst film he's done to me that's off the top of my head that's his only bad movie he has Things We Do in the Shadow Incredible Jojo Rabbit Incredible Ragnarok Incredible like stuff that he actually does and he makes is incredible. And then just all of a sudden love and thunder is like at that point I would feel like more Rash. that he, he just wasn't in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but still, like you had these guys taking risks and then since and then like but the MCU has lost been lost in direction since end game. Um honestly like the Eternals was a long drawn out supposition movie of trying to explain what they've been doing for this whole time which yeah. I mean honestly I don't hate it like I didn't hate I it hate but like Eternals. at the same time
1: I've I've grown to, but warm it's just, up
0: to it a little more. Yeah, it's just it just was it was a longer movie and the action wasn't really like on par or anything like that and it didn't like do anything crazy and then uh, I have yet to watch Black Panther, uh, Wakanda forever for a second time. Yeah. Same. <laughs> because I can't watch it. The I can't, I can't judge it after one watching just because of the emotional weight it had with how they handled Chadwick Boseman's, uh, passing and everything like that and how they handled it on screen. And so it was an emotionally charged feel, movie. And so I, I can't like it was judge only
1: emotionally charged for like five minutes. though in the beginning. In the end, in the end, yeah. But other than that, like
0: the... I, I, wasn't a fan of them going with Shuri. I've always had a problem with how they were, how they handled it, the Mbaku character. Um, yeah, because Mbaku should be a bad guy. I hated Iron. Winston Iron. Duke. Winston Duke's too, too likable of a guy. That's the other thing I hate, man. But movie studios keep doing it. They keep casting super popular, super likable actors in villain roles, and then making them good guys. Like, Tom Hiddleston and Loki should be a bad guy. A sympathetic bad guy, but a bad guy. But no, now he's a hero, and like, don't get me wrong, love what they're doing with the Loki series, so I'm not gonna complain because I love Tom Hiddleston, but like, in my heart, he's like, he should be a bad guy. And Baku Winston Duke should be a bad guy. They should have learned from what X-Men did with Mystique, and Casting Jennifer Lawrence and then trying to make her—they basically made her the <laughs> greatest hero of the X-Men because it's Jennifer freaking Lawrence, and it's like, yeah, Mystique's a bitch. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like. That like, let's just her. be honest.
1: Especially she's Apocalypse. Especially
0: she is a, she is a psychotic assassin, manipulative little bitch. Mm-hmm. Great villain. Great villain, easy to hate, but like, ugh, I just I didn't yeah. like that. But like, they just did. Le- so I won't. I'll leave. I'll leave the Black Panther two. But realistically, there's only been two great movies. Like Shang Chi, I enjoyed thoroughly, but they didn't take any risks with it. They like it didn't advance no. really the story that much. It was just. A cool movie, and honestly, I think they ruined it by. I, because I still believe like Shang-Chi in the comics is just the greatest martial artist in the Marvel comics. I really wanted them to do what they did with Daredevil, the Netflix series, and like keep the fighting super grounded and like super realistic. Where, like, because if you watch the Daredevil series, you see how tired and exhausted they get. After fighting for five minutes and longer, and you can just see like Matt Murdoch is just falling over, people leaning on them as he's like punching them because he can't stand up straight because he's so tired and exhausted, and it just brings a great sense of realism to it. I wanted that so badly. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I think, I think there's the direction they're going is they're trying to be too funny. They the stories to me kind of just feel like they're being kind of not really thought out and just kind of thrown together like how they're connecting
0: and everything so that's that's where it's what i think and what's what's hurt what i think has hurt it more than anything right no way home fantastic everyone loved it there was so much fan service but it was such a well-crafted story and it was super dark in tone and it delivered the perfect representation of what spider-man is as a character and it proved and it's a purple shining example of why Spider-Man is the greatest comic book character there is, period. He is the greatest comic book superhero. DC, Marvel, I don't give a shit. Spider-Man is the best. And that movie does a perfect job of showing it. And it had all the fan service with the multiverse and having Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Everyone's going to love it. What is fucking us over as like fans that actually want to see good storytelling is how the audience reacted to to Doctor Strange. That was Sam Raimi taking all of the risks, doing his own his own unique original thing. Made it into a legit like horror film. Took oh, a hero so that good. every and an actress that everyone loves and a hero that everyone's loved before, made her the villain and made her ruthless and terrifying and then Like, it was one of the most unique stories, like, everyone, like, anyone who knows the comics, like, knows that Wanda does go off the deep end Mm. in the House of M when she loses her two, her two fake, (laughs) her two fake babies. So, like, it, and so it fit from the comics, and it was brilliant and beautiful, and everyone hated it, and I don't know why. And Chris I know. Watched it again last
1: night because we both absolutely love that
0: movie. It's 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 inc- it is an incredible film. But if you go and look, like Rotten Tomatoes score, you have the IMDb score. You, like look at any score, and it has it written like in the middle of the pack. When I think it should be at the top echelon, I think it should be up there with Infinity War, Endgame The First Avengers, Civil War, Winter Soldier, and No Way Home. Like it is, it is up there as a top tier, and it's because they. First off, I was actually impressed that they let Sam Raimi do what he did. Like they literally just gave a great director complete control over his product, and he did an incredible movie, an incredible movie where he took risks, and it was phenomenal, easily the best, like one of the best movies that Marvel has. And but the critics destroyed it because it wasn't there like it wasn't over it wasn't beating you over the head with comedy like it was subtle it was subtle like Sam Raimi does so well but it it wasn't beating your head over the com- and every it just was so different from what any other Marvel movie that has come out recently that people were just like no this is a bad movie bad movie me, me, me. and don't exp- and they just don't appreciate what Sam Raimi was trying to do and now I think like, that's what like I don't do. I think that Mar Marvel and Disney is looking at that movie in particular and seeing the bad reviews and be like, well, we can't let that happen again. No, I just think it's funny that that movie came out, got all the negative reviews. and Now we get this cookie cutter crap again.
1: Well, I think part of the problem, which I think is honestly a huge problem. And they've even addressed it themselves is that they've been pushing for quantity and not, quality
0: yeah they said they're gonna dial back and reassess that which is good like yes i love movie i love their movies and i would love to see the story progress but i want to see the stories done well yeah like do i hate waiting five years for a movie yeah but here we are i'll wait for a good movie like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. It's literally been like 4 or 5 years since Volumes 2 came out, if not longer. I think longer. Shoot. Yeah. Cuz what? First Guardians came out in 2014. I think Guardians 2 came out in 16. Sounds about right. 16 or 17. So we're looking at 6 6 to 7 years. And the trailer for it looks
1: incredible. Oh, it looks so good.
0: And but again, it's James Gunn. He's one of the directors that I trust wholeheartedly, which is why I'm super excited that Warner Brothers gave him the rank or Warner Brothers Discovery, whatever they're called now. <laughs> I can't remember how they changed the naming after they got bought out. But I'm so happy that they gave him the control. And the fact that I'm hearing like he did that announcement of all the stuff that are coming out and how much of the stuff he himself is writing.
1: Yeah, like the new Superman. Like, and...
0: like the new Superman. Uh, there are in talks of getting... Ben Affleck to direct uh, the Batman: Brave and the Bold movie, like this is this is a good thing for DC because James Gunn is incredible. Like he's one of my favorite directors working right now, especially when you're talking about comic books. Because like you're like, oh well, he just hit lightning in a bottle with the Guardians franchise, but it's like no, go back earlier and he made Rain Wilson into a superhero in super. I don't know if you've even seen that movie, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Dwight K. Schroot is a superhero. <laughs> That's yeah. a James Gunn film. And it and it is hilarious and quirky and pretty great. And then he turns around and is just like, Oh yeah, so DC completely ruined the suit the suicide squad. I'll fix it. Fixes it, makes the best one of the best DC movies. Or at least the best I will say it's the best DCU movie. Yeah,
1: I would say best DC or
0: DCEU movie, whatever. Whatever the hell. And then he comes around, and then he turns right back around and makes the series for HBO Max, Peacekeeper, to continue off of it, and that show is fucking amazing. Like he turned John, like John Cena, who I'm not a fan of, like wrestling wrestlers being actors. They're usually not super great at it. No.
1: the Rock isn't super great at it. Batista and Cena have proven that they actually have depth to their characters and can act. The Rock Where? plays the same character in every. Tell single me a movie. movie. Tell me a
0: movie to go watch that proves that because I haven't seen it. Are you kidding me? Batista Drax is a. I'm. I'm going to tell you right now. For Bat- and defensive Batista, I've only seen him in the Ga- Guardians movies and in MCU. And Drax is a... you
1: see him in Glass Onion? He did a great job in Glass Onion. Oh,
0: I did see him. That's right, Glass Onion. Eh, I like. I will say he wasn't bad. He was. He did a he good was, job uh, in that Dune. whole movie. It was that, a smaller role,
1: but he did a good job in Dune.
0: I'll give you. Uh, he wasn't Dune. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I, well, he was in some serious makeup. He had that whole white thing. Yeah. He, I'm just no, saying like white face. The, oh, yeah. I, I'll Rock give you Batista. Gives
1: such a bad image for wrestlers because The Rock plays the same character in every fucking
0: movie. Okay. What, <laughs> what about what about Cena? Because like,
1: bro, have you the seen, role uh, of peace,
0: him as Peacekeeper? I will give you like him as Peacekeeper has been incredible. Peacekeeper was good.
1: Have you seen that one movie? I forget what it's called where uh, they're on vacation and like he him and his uh, wife or whatever, like the crazy. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, I know what you're talking about, but no, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah,
1: that one was hilarious. Uh, he did a good job in um, the, what's the one with Will Ferrell and, fuck, it's where he's like a stepdad or whatever, he does a good one. Daddy's back. Home? Yep, Daddy's Home too, or whatever it is. He is it the it. cycle?
0: I can't remember. I don't, yeah, I think it has to be the cycle one.
1: They're they're they are they 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 are not the best actors, but they're not. All right, I'll,
0: I'll 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 give you that. I'll give you that. But still, <laughs> either way, the MCU is going down in the toilet, and they need to address it quicker, sooner rather than later. Um, well,
1: I think I th- I I want to say I think they are just because one they realized how shitty and the backlash they got on She Hulk.
0: Which, everything about that which got
1: them to dial zero back, like
0: not even not even charlie cox coming back as daredevil could say no, that there's zero him there's zero redeeming <laughs> qualities about that show
1: like the only the only good thing i've seen of charlie cox in the mcu is in spider-man and he's yep. only in it for a minute <laughs> even in the extended
0: even in the extended edition he's only in it for like an extra scene
1: yeah but like, I think they're at least. Kev- I f- hope Kevin Feige is realizing, like, damn, maybe we need to reel it back a little, make some actually good shit, not pump out stuff all the time. I mean, he yeah. said they they are, but like, yeah,
0: I'm hmm. um, I'm 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 hopeful. On the flip Especially- side,
1: though. They've done a relatively good job on the TV shows. Like, Moon Knight was good. Loki was good. WandaVision was good. I enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier. Like, those shows to me weren't that bad.
0: It's mainly the no. movies
1: and She Hulk that are trash.
0: Yeah, I will give you that. Like, I don't, I never understood. Like, people weren't, I think people just. So I know people didn't care for WandaVision because WandaVision was so slow rolling before it really got into its story. But once it, but once it got into its story, like the story was incredible. And even then the earlier episodes that was just kind of like setting the stage, they weren't bad episodes. Like they were good. And it was like a unique style where they were literally like showing sitcom, like going through the sitcoms throughout the, throughout the decades. And it was a nice original feel to it. And a little, uh, just being able to reminisce about simpler times with the I Love Lucy and all that other stuff nods that they gave throughout it. Uh what was the next one? Falcon Winter Soldier. That one I never understood why people like had so much backlash. Like It was good. Like it was good. Period. And Sam in his Captain America suit was
1: perfect. Ooh. Uh
0: so like it's just And like Bucky Oh my goodness! Like, if anything, what that series finally, what that series showed more than anything else is how dirty they've done Sebastian Stan, because he's been in yeah. such a minor role, and then there he finally was able to take the front center, and it's like, yeah, people, this dude can really act because his like his portrayal in that entire c- series as Bucky, like where you finally get a chance to like, like it's in his therapy session, you get to sit down and see like get inside the character actually for once and he is phenomenal in it
1: oh he did and so then
0: good. everyone loved loki loki was pretty perfect honestly like season one loki, loki was, was incredible amazing. from start to finish yeah start to finish they didn't miss a beat it was perfect um moon knight yeah that's another one i'd never people had hate on it moon Knight. Um, they had more hate but yeah i loved it like, first off, like, there's very few things Oscar Isaac can do wrong. Um, The, like, especially the earlier episodes when it, the way that they portrayed his, like, his uh, blackouts when uh, Mark Spector took over. And so it literally just, like, <laughs> that whole, like, stutter. And then all of a sudden it just fasts forward and you just see. And he has no idea what the hell just happened. And he's going to completely. That was brilliant way to showcase, like, i can't remember what the actual term because it's not multiple personality disorder it's like dissociative identity disorder that great way to like showcase how that actually kind of like works in someone's brain as far as like as study has shown oh yeah is they literally just kind of like blink and that's that's what happened that's how it like the shit changes and shit so it's like that was a great unique way to do it the soundtrack was great um, Oscar Isaac literally playing, what it got became three roles there at the end was incredible, so and like good. Ethan Hawke, he did a great job. Honestly, Ethan Hawke, he did. I didn't. I, he didn't blow me away. Like it wasn't what? bad. Like he. I'm not. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying he was bad at all. I'm just saying like, to me the. I think more than anything, and I it's not even Ethan Hawke's fault is. Him literally being essentially like n- a no one. Like, there is so much going into Moon Knight of him being like Mephisto in disguise. Of course, Mephisto's... We, oh. <laughs> he's always... all, he's all every these single. Every single TV show <laughs> that came out in that stretch, everyone was like, it's Mephisto, it's Mephisto. Like, WandaVision, the big villain, was going to be Mephisto. Nope. It was Agatha all along. However that song goes. <laughs> Uh, and then Loki was like, "It's Mephisto." It's Mephisto. Nope, just another Loki. And then, uh, and then Kang, or the, the He Who Remains, it was the version oh, so of good. Kang that it was. And then, and then yeah, Moon Knight was just like, "Well, you're dealing with gods and mystical powers and stuff like that," and so you're like, "Mephisto," and nope, he was just a dude who was a avatar and was. Pissy that he wasn't one anymore. Yeah, so I think I think it would be I think if anything it was probably my my uh my disappointment of him not being more than what he was than his That's actual fair. portrayal. Um, That's fair. Yeah, the TV shows on like even the ones that it's people have hated for, on, I was like except
1: for She-Hulk, like
0: because Hawkeye loved Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye I don't get how there's any I don't get how there's any hate on Hawkeye, like. Once again, it's another thing where Jeremy Renner is an Academy Award-winning actor. Did he win? I can't remember. I know the movie... I know Hurt Locker won, but did he win for his role in Hurt Locker? Either way, he know. is an Oscar-nominated, at a minimum, caliber actor who had taken a such a small role in the way that they handled him, and you finally get a chance for him to flesh it out, and that whole scene where he goes to the scene of the Avenger, of the Avengers first movie and he stares at the plaque and turns off his hearing aid so he can just talk oh, yeah. to just Nat. Yeah, it was moving. It was great. And then you add on top of that uh, Florence Pugh and Ooh. Haley Steinfeld's chemistry on screen together.
1: Oh, it was great. It,
0: oh, like, I... I I don't want them to do anything where the two of them are not together. Right. Like their, their dynamic is so great and so naturally funny and they feed off of each other so well that it's like, if you're going to make them be the new Hawkeye and black widow, make them actually be the new Hawkeye and black widow and have them literally just be partners. Then just let them do stuff together.
1: They were so funny together and like just so good.
0: They, yes. Yes yeah that yeah i think i think that's all of them i don't think i missed one outside of she hulk but we already talked about how shit that show was and i'm really tired of talking about it yeah Yeah, i like to not even i like i like it when i when i (laughs) with some depressing things is when i realize that it does when i come across like a clip from the show and i'm just like ah it did exist it does exist for real <laughs> yeah. it wasn't just it ah, wasn't just a bad shit. fever dream <laughs> it's real but also, no, so. one
1: thing one thing about the mcu i find odd is how you go from groundbreaking absolutely fantastic cgi in iron man to absolute booty dickle
0: in these new movies even, especially Thor <laughs> Love and Thunder, like, oh my goodness, Heimdall's son.
1: Bro, M.O.D.O.K.'s <laughs> face, even. M.O.D.O.K.'s face? Bro.
0: Like, <laughs> but no, I, that goes back. Just like
1: taking a turn for the worse.
0: So that goes back, because, I mean, you have all these reports of, like, Disney and Marvel Studios, like, overworking LucasArts, because since Disney owns LucasFilms, LucasArts, which is the special effects company that does all the stuff for Star Wars, does now pretty much all of their special effects period for the any live action Disney movie. And so like, they're just Mm -hmm. with how fast they are pumping out movies and you're only having essentially that (sighs) one studio trying to do all of it. And bastards. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's really unfair and it's, it's bad. And that's why I think, I think that will, I think that's one of those things that fixes itself with if they, Take what Kevin Fe- if Kevin Feige serious about what he's saying about wanting to focus on the quality that fixes itself by them dialing back the uh, what, the pace. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like just dialing back the pace, even if it's just like one to two, mo- like one to two movies a year. I think would be, I'd be perfectly I think is OK than- with that. Yeah, have one come, one come out in one come out in May and have the other one come on. out in November. November October. Sounds great. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's all they need to do instead of trying to get like what? Oh, what was that one year where they had like six, what was it? Like five it was like five or six movies that came out. It was gross. In one year. I don't remember what It, year was, it was yeah. Was, but man. None of them were great. I want to say it was the year of love and no, because Love and Thunder like just came out. No, it was Black, wasn't yeah, it? It, came it was out like Eternals. Year. It was Eternals, Black Widow, Shang Chi. I think it was all of them. Yeah, I think it was that I year. That right. There was at least four. I think it was like four, it's, four movies came out, like one year, a quarter. I'm pretty
1: sure as Love and Thunder.
0: Mm, is it? I don't remember.
1: It would have been. Last Honestly, I don't year. remember
0: that. No, it wasn't last year it was, was last. It was last
1: year, bro. That's when all it, wasn't last, it wasn't last. year. Oh my god, it was it was
0: No, it wasn't last year. That, yeah. No, Black because Widow came out I was Shang-Chi
1: came out last. Nope, year. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. It was
0: 2021. This is 2023. Because I was still in the military and oh, I remember because yeah, I went right. I was on TDY in San Antonio and went to go see and my hotel was right next to a movie theater and that's when I went to go see Black Widow and Snake Eyes. While I was there, yeah. yeah so it was right. two years ago, but either way, yeah. So what? It was Love and Thunder, Shang Chi, Eternals, and Black Widow. Love and
1: Love and, and Thunder wasn't wasn't there, one, wasn't there another
0: one? Wasn't there another one that came? I want to say there was one that came out before then. Yeah.
1: But either so, way, oh my gosh. Okay, so what, So uh, let's see. So Black Widow, it started with Black Widow. Oh, my God. Jesus. Okay, so in the matter of it July... Have been No Way in Home? In a year? No Way Home would so, have been yeah, that so, year, too. So listen to this. So in a, a span of one year, not a calendar, like in the 360, 365 days. So it started off July 9th, 2021, with Black Widow. So you had Black yep. Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, No Way Home, and multiverse of
0: madness
1: all so yeah five movies in 365 days and then no then in july july 8th love and thunder squeezed in so there's six movies within a calendar year
0: yeah like that's that's insane that's insane (laughs) and of course love and thunder being the last that actually makes a lot more sense because love and thunder had the worst CGI out of all of them and it was the last one until yeah. they were just so done with it at that and point
1: Wakanda Forever came out in
0: November shortly so there was a after gap between yeah
1: Love and Thunder but the CGI and Wakanda Forever was better I'd say
0: well yeah well you even like they even said that they like they already came out and said like people that worked for like LucasArts or whatever came out and said like they they prioritized they were told to prioritize Wakanda forever over like Ant-Man, the one that just came out. Yeah.
1: And I mean, Ant-Man wasn't that bad CGI wise other than fucking MODOK's
0: face. Yeah. But I think we're we're, we're right at about an hour. Uh, I have nothing else in terms of MCU, so I would be more than OK with calling this a successful episode unless you have anything you'd like to add. No, and I just we hope can they
1: I just I just hope to they slow, word it down, slow down. Slow it down, get quality over quantity and actually like where you're going with all of it is just good storytelling like
0: it's not that hard. And not being afraid and not being afraid. Like I'm sorry, I I'm not the greatest like writer at all and if I can sit I, there in the theater and see a great story arc that could have been I know for a fact that there's someone in that writing room that also had to have seen it. I will and say just this. Ignored it.
1: This will be my last thing I say about it. I think it's hard to fuck up comic book movies, and it's because it's Hollywood and they try to Hollywood shit. But there are so many goddamn good comics out there that they can uh-huh. get inspiration from, but they don't. They just grab here, grab there. And there's so many, like, good storylines. Like, it's hard. Like, how can you fuck up a a good comic book story?
0: Like, there are some, (laughs) especially, like, some of the, like, like, the bigger ones, like, the Dark Knight Returns and stuff like that. And, like, ones that are, like, actually, I don't even look at that as a comic book at, at that point. Like, if you're talking about trying to make a movie, it's like, bro, that's not a comic book anymore. That's your storyboard just stop hollywooding it <laughs> it's your, stick you to already the have your your <laughs> comic book is already your storyboard literally stop trying to do too much just stick like, to your like that's why roots and that's and, and like DC, for DC like when it comes to like their animated shit that's why the DC's animated shit is amazing is because they're they literally pull it right from the comics pretty much straight from the comics and it <laughs> and the comic book is their fucking uh storyboard and they literally just fucking animate that shit and it's fantastic.
1: That's 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 what I'm gonna say and make my piece with all this is stop Hollywooding it. Stick to your roots. It's a fucking comic book.
0: It's based they've been around for books. almost a century a, now. Yeah, almost a hundred years. I mean, I think realistically, like DC and Marvel themselves. Well, I can't even say that because what Batman and Superman came around in what the late 30s, early 40s. I think Shazam well, is
1: honestly one of the
0: oldest yeah, superheroes. I think so, too. so is the the OG Human Torch, and so is Submariner. Name one. Yeah, yeah. there's some of the oldest ones. But either way, like they've been around for forever. They haven't gone like they've had some scares, but they haven't gone anywhere. Like people, those they tell good stories that people want to hear. Yep. Stop Take trying to read.
1: Stop not it. Yep.
0: <laughs> All right. Well. For everyone, thank you for listening to us rant and lament over the MCU. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we are going to do our best to get back on more of a better routine to start getting these out. So, thank you guys, and we cannot wait to welcome you back to the next chat. Bye.